What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Hire stepping into the NFL and already looking to make changes and criticize the way things are done here. The discussion we had a little bit earlier in the show, we'll get back into it in a minute. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. It's Barton Hahn with Chris Canty in for the guys. We want to be want you to be part of the conversation. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 with our question of the day. What your team's worst free agent signing would be if you could think of one, any sport, not just NFL, any sport. Your favorite team, and there's that one free agent, you're like, man, what were we thinking? Who would that be for you? But let's just, again, back on the Urban Meyer comments that we talked about earlier in the show is him criticizing the way the NFL, he calls it bad business. The fact that you can't talk to players before free agency begins, but yet there's the so-called legal tampering where agents do the talking and you can arrange things, and then it's a sort of shotgun wedding because you don't really meet with the player but in the league, you kind of know who guys are, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know who people are. I know who Bart Scott was. I know who Chris Candy was. I watched Dallas. I know what he was about. If I wanted him, I already knew because I had tape. I had film. I knew all about him. Mm-hmm. Bart Scott with the Ravens, if I wanted to sign him, I knew everything about it. I had his tape. had everything he did. Have his agent. I'm not worried. I don't have to sit down. Urban Meyer was a college coach. Yeah. He's used to the living room and the parents and sitting down and having coffee and giving his speech and everything and else, getting to know the, the family mm-hmm. and, and whatever else you want to add to it. <laughs> So how do you think, Chris, that kind of comment for, by him stepping into the NFL is received by others in the NFL? Well, yeah, I think that other decision makers around the NFL are saying, get used to it, this is how we, this is how we operate. <laughs> right. But as far as Urban is concerned, first of all, when it comes to grading players, most of that grade is done by what you see on the tape. Like, I remember my position coach when I was in Dallas, Casey Rogers, who was the defensive line coach for the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He used to say that the tape is your resume. You Mm -hmm. don't have a piece of paper. The tape is your resume, and it's also his resume. And so I just think when you start trying to evaluate players and whether or not not they're going to be a fit, a big part of that is what you see on the tape. The other part is – What's the reputation of that player around NFL circles? Yeah. Like, I mean, Urban Meyer has been a coach in college football. You don't think that NFL teams have been knocking at his door to ask about his players at Ohio State? It's not like he can't reach out to coaches and try to get a bead on guys that he might be interested in that are impending free agents. So, again, this is one of those situations where you got to re- utilize all the resources that are available to you in order to make a good decision for your franchise. But Urban Meyer can't come up with this ridiculous as- excuse as to – you know, why yeah. it's hard in free agency because, <laughs> you know, they, they don't have an opportunity to sit down yeah. with the players. That, that sounded like, like a bit of a – a, a lot of inexperience yeah. came out in there. I, I yeah. think he kind of exposed himself as someone who was inexperienced and maybe also frustrated that perhaps there were, nobody they had money to spend and nobody wanted to go to Jacksonville. They're like, no, nah, I'm good. No, I'm straight. Right? Yeah. Like, like, who knows? But it's just to say that, right, it's exactly right, Chris. He should kind of know how the process works, shouldn't he? Well, this is what he was signing up for. Like, I know that he had the number one overall pick and he has a chance to draft Trevor Lawrence, Mm -hmm. which is why he came out of retirement to coach. But a part of being in the NFL is doing free agency this way. And so for him to say, well, you know what? I don't like the way the first week has played out for us, so I'm going to come out and criticize the process. That says more about you and your program right. than it does about the NFL because last time I checked, business is booming for the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And it shows his lack of preparation, right? You, you come in when in Rome, do what the Romans do. So you got to understand, you got to get caught up to speed. You should have been more prepared than anybody else because That's you took on your the job front early. office. Exactly. And, and that but I didn't shows- get a chance to sell my program to you. Like, is exactly. that what it is? I didn't exactly. get, if I sat down with that kid, he would have signed with us. Maybe that's what he believes yeah. is I didn't get a chance to sell Jacksonville to the player who said no to or his agent who said no to us. No. That's probably his frustration. But well, like you said, your resume is the tape. This season for him will be his resume for yeah. future free agents. Yep. He is the unknown yeah. right now, well, even though he's a proven commodity in college. Not so much in the NFL, especially a franchise personal. like that and what they've gone through. And let me also say this. Hiring that strength coach out of Iowa didn't do him any favors yeah. either. Oh, exactly. Because That's there's true. players in the NFL that were a it's part like, of that program that know how stuff went down, and yeah. they're saying, why would I sign up to play for a head coach? And then he tried to that, that, that decided it. That decided this was the best direction to go. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, Alan, the strength coach, as Bart will tell you, that's one of the coaches that players spend, spend the, the most with, yeah. time with right. of any of the people that are on the staff. So to go out and think that this was a good hire, I'm just saying maybe mm-hmm. there's a little lack of awareness when it comes to Urban yeah. understanding the inner workings of the NFL. And he, and he needs to learn his personnel too, right? The, the NBA for years have had Worldwide West, correct? He needs yeah. to understand yep. his, biggest, his biggest ally down there is Lil Duval. So if he want to, so if he, so he want to get to the players, he got to call a little Duval. You know what I'm saying? Well, is this a little bit smile? No, is this a little similar to when Chip Kelly came in and he tried to change everything? Yeah, yeah. Right? He yeah, tried Chip to do it his way. It worked for a year. It did. Man. It worked for a year. Like a Chip Kelly. First of all, is Chip Kelly still coach work? Because first of all, let me look in the camera for Chip Kelly. Oh, Chip boy. Kelly. First of all, if you're gonna be telling me what type of shakes I need to be drinking and eating, <laughs> you can't be looking like a Teletubby yourself, man. <laughs> Whoa, Teletubby. I'm Shots saying, fired. It's like your strength coach being fat like bro really like no i don't want to hear nothing from you because it ain't working out so well for you coaching hires that were oh, regrettable go to sleep at nine. yeah get out of here coaching hires regrettable also free agents that have been regrettable that has been kind of the topic today uh at 888 say espn 888-729-3776 and there is a name uh that is out there again it's not just nfl it's all sports there is one name that definitely does resonate we haven't heard it yet but i i think actually uh we will so we're you know what we're gonna do we're gonna take both calls that are coming up because they're both from Memphis. One's Brandon and one is Steve. And guys, as we bring you in, I'm going to count to three. And then you're going to say the name of the player that you feel is the wor- your team's worst free agent signing. You ready for this? Three, two, one, go. Chandler Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chandler man. Parsons. Oh man, it hurts, man. The poor guy. I mean, he did get he did get injured. I mean, oft injured. Yeah. And the contract has been has been panned by all their fan, NBA fans as well. But the Chandler Parsons contract was a brutal one. Mm. Yeah, man. That that <laughs> that was ugly, right? And you can't con- you can't control obviously your you can't control injuries. Yeah, but, injuries. I mean, because because you know Orlando would probably say Grant Hill. You know what I mean? Went down there, that, that ankle was, was that jacked was, that up. That wasn't the they, greatest deal either, no. Yeah, I mean, no. it was their fault because they, they botched the surgery, but, you know. But a part of your job as a player is being available, right? Yeah. Being healthy. Trizzle. Isn't it? Just now, how about Kyle Rudolph, Chris? I mean, I thought that was a terrific signing, but now it's not a signing. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> right, no, no, I'm saying this, it's sort of similar to this, although the Giants have not did not get caught yet signing a player that now might need surgery. As they as they yeah. did some some <laughs> look into his medicals. Hey, you know how you know how that is when they when they doing it that hurt. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I, I actually, I actually saw that as a as a quality signing. What do you think happens there with Kyle Rudolph and the Giants? Well, I think it depends on how comfortable Ronnie Barnes and the rest of the Giants' medical staff is with his foot, and if they get to a place where the player and the team can be on the same page moving forward then I think it makes sense. I love the idea of Kyle Rudolph being a part of that offense and having that two tight end set because that allows Evan Ingram to do more of the things that come natural to him, being detached from the formation, being more of a slot receiver than an inline tight end. And Kyle Rudolph can be that guy that's in the middle of the field, reliable target, big body guy. He can also help you capture the edge in the run game. Those are things that Joe Judge is interested in at that position. So, I, I like the idea of Kyle Rudolph, but he's got to be healthy. If he's not healthy, then $8 million a year is a lot for a player of his ilk. Just, just off topic, um, who do you think is going to have a better defensive line, Jets or Giants? Because I think it's getting a lot more interesting now. No, nah, I don't think it's interesting don't at think all. So? I, think, I think it's the Giants right now. Okay, name, name, the name, name, name the three that you think is, is well, better I mean, than, than Sheldon Rankins if he can be healthy. Well, that's a big, Quentin Williams a, and Carl but, Lawson but, is a beast. But, I think it's, more, but, it's closer than you think. But, Bart, that's a big if when it comes to Rankins. Well, he hadn't it, been healthy the last couple of years. So well, I, big, I guess my biggest thing is this. When I look at the Giants, I feel like that defense has more of an identity than the Jets' defense does. And yeah. so from that, I, I feel like you can rely on the production that you're going to get yeah. from guys like Leonard Williams and guys like yeah. uh, Dexter Lawrence. I think like you can trust that a little right. bit more than where the Jets are at. But I think it's really interesting, right, because when you look at personnel-wise, I'm not talking about, listen, of course the Giants have the better uh, corners, and of course that means that quarterbacks have to hold on to the – but I'm talking about just personnel-wise because I think it's a lot closer. I would say Quentin Williams is better than Dexter Lawrence. And it's going to come down to is Carl Lawson can he be as better than Big Cat, right? And then you look at then you look at Sheldon Rankins who is a former first round draft pick. So I think it's a lot more intriguing than people think because I think the Jets have quietly, very quietly put together a great defensive line with Fuller, Falakasi, and then stuff coming in as complementary pieces. If they're running a four three, I think it could be interesting because I think if you guys go out and get the kid that can bend the edge from, from Michigan, then that's going to be a great add on somebody opposite Leonard Williams. But then the Jets can go get a veteran guy like uh, Ryan Kerrigan. And then it's right back to the, the, to the discussion. All right. Speaking of the draft and ways oh, both sorry. New York teams can make themselves better. We're going to get to that in a moment. Um, but I want to tell you, obviously, it's Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, but it is not them. It is Barton Hahn with Chris We're the replacement fact, uh, players. I'm like Shane Falco up in this piece. <laughs> we are brought to you by Mako. Get a refresh, refresh with your refund during Mako's tax season event for expert paint and collision repair. Use their contactless services. It's as easy as book, quote, fix. Uh-oh, better get Mako. Visit Mako.com today to schedule your free estimate. Terms and conditions apply. Trevor Mattis joins us right now, ESPN College Football Analyst. He joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Goodyear, Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs, and it takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Trevor, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Oh, it's great to join you. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we here in New York see the Jets at number two. And we see Mel Kuyper in his mock draft suddenly having a change of heart where instead of the Jets trading that pick, he has them taking BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. You obviously are well-connected to BYU, and you know the situation well. So we ask you, why has Zach Wilson risen to such a point where not only be the second quarterback taken in this draft, but the Jets would move on from Sam Darnold for him? 
Well, I don't think the Jets should move on from Sam Darnold. I think Darnold has, has been behind the curve for reasons not his own fault playing for the Jets. I mean, he came out of USC as a very young quarterback, didn't even know his own college system or college defenses the way he should coming into the NFL just because of limited time there. Then he goes to the Jets where he doesn't have anybody around him, especially at receiver. Protection was iffy, although they're getting better there. And then his coach, Adam Gase, you know, not, not known for developing quarterbacks in recent years. I think they should stay with Sam Darnold and build the team up around him with that pick. However, if they are going to go with a quarterback, then I think Zach Wilson would be phenomenal there. And the reason he has risen so fast is because of this one season, 2020. In 2019, he had to deal with injuries. Things didn't go uh, the way he wanted to from a standpoint of preparation. But in 2020, all of a sudden, he was healthy, and he was able to deliver his arm strength deliver that ball to every part of the field, off balance, off schedule, with defenders in his face, accurately. And I don't mean just short passes. I mean deep down the field. You'll see him roll out under pressure off to the right, and all of a sudden, about to be hit, drifting to the right, flick the ball, and it'll end up going 55 yards down the field and drop on a dime to a running receiver. And so this kind of arm talent revealed itself in 2020 in ways that it hadn't early earlier in Zach Wilson's career. Well, and I think that's a huge part of it. Well, much like uh, real estate, you know, I think success is about location, location, location. And what is the best type of system for Zach Wilson? And how does it translate with potentially what Mike LaFleur would want to do um, similar to what they do out in San Francisco? Yeah, I think San Francisco is a good comparison because of what Kyle Shanahan does out there. Uh, it's kind of a scripted system that's heavy on play-action pass, heavy on quarterback movement, and it requires a quarterback that's able to turn his back to the defense on the play-action fake and then turn around and immediately recognize everything that they're seeing. And that's one thing that Zach Wilson showed that he can do extremely well. He's been a, a, a student of the game at the highest level, I mean the highest level. He can tell you not just what to do on any given play, but why it needs to be done that way based on the structure of the offense and then based on the defense and the nuances of the defense that he's facing. And he can do that after he's turned his back to the defense on a play-action fake. So when you have a quarterback mobile system, a lot of play action, a lot of opportunities to go deep, those are the kinds of systems that he will excel in. Trevor, switching gears quickly, you also work as a radio analyst for the Washington football team. Uh, what's been your reaction to the offseason that they've had so far? I think it's been fantastic. I mean, they have been known to win the offseason with splash free agent signings, usually pro bowlers, guys that are beyond their best useful years. And the offseason, it's exciting to see some of those names, Deion Sanders, um, Albert Hainsworth, guys like that. And then in the regular season, they don't perform that well because they're just beyond the curve. This time, they brought in guys that I think will help them dramatically. People talk a lot about Ryan Fitzpatrick, the quarterback they brought in, Fitzmagic. I think that's a good signing. But I think wide receiver Curtis Samuel uh, to go alongside Terry McLaurin is probably the most impactful because Samuel will, will open up the field for McLaurin and Logan Thomas to tight end. I think that one signing will make more difference in improving the people around him than any other that Washington has made so far. We're talking with Trevor Maddich, ESPN college football analyst, also the Washington football team radio analyst as well. 
And it's a it's KJZ, but it's Barton Hahn with Chris Kenny and, and Trevor. Mike Greenberg said that he believes that Washington would be the favorite to win the NFC East. When you look at that division and what last year looked like for that division, you know they could go. When you consider what Washington's done, that Dallas is getting back Dak Prescott, the Giants are adding pieces to their team as well. What's going on in Philly? I, I have no idea. But aside from that, three of the four teams do look like they're getting better. Do you have Washington as the favorites right now? I do. And it's because of the improvements that they made on the offensive side of the ball in free agency. We'll see what happens in the draft. You're right about Philly. I mean, they're, they're, they're just a hot mess. The Giants, I think, are the biggest uh, challenge to them because of the weapons that they've added on offense. And if Daniel Jones, a quarterback, can improve uh, like you would expect, all of a sudden things can get more dynamic because of the new playmakers that they brought in. But I think overall it will still be Washington, and it will still be led by their defense. But last year was led by the defense in the division championship with an offense that really was, I guess the best way to describe it is, anemic. But the defense was just that good. And all the offense had to do is not blow it. Just don't blow it. And that's what got them to the head of a bad division. Now that offense is much improved. I don't believe in Dallas's defense. I don't believe in anything about Philly. I think it will come down to Washington and the Giants. Trevor, I know you love the Ryan Fitzpatrick signing, but there's been speculation that the Washington football team would look to add a quarterback early on in this year's draft. What's your read on what they're going to do with that, uh, that first-round pick that they have? You know, it's hard to say, and I've heard that. I would hate it if they draft one in the first round. I mean, I'd super hate it because I think the quarterback room is good enough right now. I think Kyle Allen, by the way, might end up being the starter if he's healthy. We'll see. But the, the, I would rather that they build up the team around whoever is playing quarterback. I think there's enough there at quarterback to be an improvement in the entire quarterback production from last year. But if they improve the team around that guy, I think they'll get the best from their draft. Now, taking a quarterback in the mid-rounds to develop, I get that part. But I just hope that they don't go for another quarterback. You know, I see too many teams reach for quarterbacks thinking that's the answer. And you're, you're less likely to hit on a quarterback in the first round than you are in any other position. So right now, if they do take a quarterback, I'll probably turn purple and burst. <laughs> so, so, so tell me this. What's their biggest need as you know, they need to try and get some more talent um, on that team? What's their biggest glaring need? And are they going to bring back Ryan Kerrigan? I think their, their biggest glaring need is offensive line um, because they've addressed receiver in free agency, and I'd like to see them go receiver in the draft. And this is a, an exceptionally deep draft. And wide receiver. I mean, they'll be able to go in the middle rounds and get a guy that should be able to help them soon. I mean, early in his rookie season, once he gets up to speed at the NFL level. And so I, I think they'll be able to continue with that Curtis Samuel signing. Uh, I think they'll be able to continue to upgrade that wide receiver room. But since they've addressed that, they still need to improve on the offensive line and in depth. And since Trent Williams left at left tackle, you know, they, they've, they've been okay with Cornelius Lucas at left tackle this last year, but I think what they want to do is upgrade that left tackle position. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they focus on that position, if there's a guy that is worthy of that pick when Washington picks. Now, they've got to be careful not to pick for a position of need. That's something they've done in past years. They've taken the position that they needed. They take the best guy at that position, even though there were other position players that were more highly rated at that point in the draft. The problem when you do that is that over time, you populate your roster with less overall talent. 
you really need to take the most talented guy, right? And so I think that is um, what they should do. But if the most talented guy includes, if that group includes a guy that can play tackle, especially left tackle, then I would I would go with that position under those circumstances. You mentioned Ryan Kerrigan, who's a, just been a phenomenal player on this team, a phenomenal leader. Uh, but you know, he this is a defensive line and a pass rushing group that right now, uh, if Kerrigan weren't there, they'd still be one of the best in the league. Uh, I kind of hope that Kerrigan is willing to to come back um, at a contract that's team friendly. But we'll see. Kerrigan is a guy that you want on your team, you need in your locker room. Right now they're so deep on the defensive line, they they can afford to look elsewhere for that production. Trevor, this is great stuff. I appreciate it. I, I, I love the fact that you're on the record that the Jets should not move on from Sam Darnold only because that's what I've been saying. So you just make me feel good. <laughs> I told you I was right. Thanks you so much. are absolutely right. And only the most handsome people are correct about this. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Hey, I, I just that's how I feel, guys. Bro, I've been there. I've been breaking this down for the last month. You want options. I mean, this is a guy that I mean, – this is a BYU guy who's watched Zach Wilson over and over again. You think he doesn't know something, and he's like, no, no, the Jets should stay with Sam. It's not Sam's fault. I don't know about that one, Alan. That's not, a hell of a gamble for somebody in Joe Douglas's position. I, I mean, think about it. His job security is going to be tied to Sam Donald at that point. Or Zach Wilson. But I'd, rather, but I'd rather be Zach Wilson knowing that the expectations are going to be different because he would be a rookie quarterback yes. rather than a guy going into his fourth year. I feel like yeah. Zach Wilson gives the general manager and the head coach a little more leash Runway. than Sam Donald yeah. and running it back right. with him. I have nor, one nor, theory. Normally it would, but this is Joe Douglas' uh, third season. I understand really two. But this is his second season, so the process is a little sped it's up. second offseason. It's okay. Second, yeah. second yeah. offseason, but he just found his first head coach, and this would be his first quarterback. Yeah, this is like the drafted. beginning, yeah. This is the beginning so for So here's Joe my Dunn. theory on why maybe Trevor Maddox said that the Jets should stay with Sam Darnold, because he doesn't want Zach Wilson with the Jets. That's disrespectful. That could be that too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, Zach, I'm going to do you a solid just so you know. This is my gift ahead of your pro day. You don't want to go to the Jets. If that happens, that's the case. For him, I got an icebox where my heart used to be. You better step out. You better step out. All right, so the question again, your team's worst free agent signing and why? 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go to Long Island, my hometown. Strong Island. John, John, what do you have for us? Hey, guys. Love you filling in for the show. Thank you. I've um, got Jason Bay with the New York Mets. There's, there's a couple of New York there's Mets. There's a couple of Mets. That's, Bay, that's, Bay is definitely one that Mets fans would have on that list. Yeah. That's where would you, where would you, yeah, Ioannis Cespedes. Would you, would you put Ioannis Cespedes uh, above or below Jason Bay? I got to go below because when they first traded for him, he was the whole, one of the main reasons they made the playoffs and made that World Series push. So it was worth it to you? That, that, that contract was worth it to you? He did literally nothing in his years with the Mets. He did literally nothing. <laughs> it really is true. Literally nothing is the best way to put it. Like Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, Come on, man, saying. really? The back we're, of his card was just... We we're supposed him? to be Yankees fans. Why are we, we bringing up Brian Cashman's lowlights? Because that was one that was... Yeah, that was bad. But the best part is only the Yankees could survive that. Yeah, he's not playing. What, he's not play, we're, still, all, we're still a 100-win team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you still win 100 games a year. year. You're paying yeah. this guy like, like a ton of money, Hasn't and he's in Tampa the whole time. That clock is due. Yeah, it's been a decade since we've been to the World Series. This year. yeah, It's a new decade. This is the year, Bart. 
We've become the Cubs. Oh, my God. The baby bombers <laughs> are From worst to the best. ARP bombers. Listen to this. Is the best defender in, in NBA history in the league right now? He says so. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. It's Barton Hahn with Chris Canny on ESPN Radio. John in Oklahoma, we got to run, but what you got? Jay, he's one of my favorite point guards watching college. Key, Thanks, great, man. consistent career. Saw it with my Cowboys, luckily. It was safeties, not seagulls. When you went over the middle or you wouldn't have got 800 catches. Zubin, great personality, great job of leading the show. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I can defend myself. <laughs> That's showing a little bit of uh, I got, boxing going sounds on. Sounds like a Key and Peele skit. That was, that was, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know what I'm saying? You know, the, the, I, don't say, I don't say your name right until you, uh, you balled out. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it's Jabbar or whatever his name is. That wasn't is. the remix? That yeah, was okay. the remix. Oh, that was the yeah. remix? Yeah, it was from a directional okay. school. Yeah, yeah. Southeast, Northwestern yeah, 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 yeah. That's State. How you know, that's how you know you, you weren't good in high school. You go to a directional college. North Who was West, the player Kentucky. that grabbed you and said, what's your name? Oh, yeah, that's disrespectful. I still, you know what I'm saying, you're Warren Sapp. Yeah, he was disrespectful. Yeah, worst braids in the history of, of braids. Middle of a game because he's acting yeah. up like Bart yeah. Scott used to do in his rookie year. And Warren Sapp just grabs him by the pads <laughs> and turns him around. What's your name? Like, who are you? I'm going to tell you who I am, <laughs> dip boy. I, I, I can tell he still feels a way about it because as he's telling the story, he's staring off into space. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's yeah, going oh, yeah. back to well, revisit listen, that listen, moment listen, 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 in time. Y'all know whoever, Let it go, Bart. It's okay. Y'all know, it's whoever, with, y'all know whoever braided Warren Sapp hair during those years needed to be fired. Because <laughs> they wasn't telling him the yeah, truth. He had to, oh, he <laughs> they had to, wasn't telling him yeah. the truth. Let it go, big fella. He, he, he had Let the, it go. He had the O.J. Bobby Johnson about braids going to the back, man. It looked like somebody just took an took a electric pad and just put frizzed all his braids up. Anyway, I digress. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Barton Hahn with cool now, Chris Canty. You can hear more of this madness at noon Eastern when we do our show, Barton Hahn, every day on ESPN Are we Radio. off? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, this is just the beginning. We call this the warm-up. More me. I love that. You love you some you, I don't you? You know who loves him some him? Draymond Green. <laughs> and here's why. 
Draymond Green, would you say is a he's a he's an excellent defender? Yes. Right. Yes. He he's a guy that is a, he doesn't get credit enough anyway. They talk about this the Warriors one. dynasty winning their championships. This. It's obviously Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, but. This Draymond hurts. Green's defense, toughness, attitude, all the intangibles that he brought. No question he's about it. He's an energy it. and a heartbeat, but he, right. this one hurts The heartbeat, him. heart and soul, all those things. But he believes he's more than that. Damn it, Draymond. This is from Dub's Talk on NBC Sports Bay Area. Take a listen. I think I'm the best defender to ever play this game in NBA. That's my, 100%. That's my opinion. 100%. I also think I view the game a lot differently than most people view the games. I, I think I just see it from a different perspective i think when you look at the things that make a great defender reaction time toughness being able to see the picture long before it developed and most importantly in order to finish a defensive possession you got to rebound and i you know i think i rebound well and so uh you know when i look at all the all the facets that make up the the defensive side of the ball i think i am i think i'm great in every facet that makes up that side of the ball and so I think I'm the best defender to ever play in the NBA. And I stand by that. I'll put myself up against anyone. Draymond, he signed himself with humility. <laughs> like, bro, like, listen, wow. this, this pains me, right? Because he's a fellow Michigander. Michigander? Yeah, Michigander. Michigander? Yeah. Is that what you say? Michigander? Yeah, Michigander. I think it's Michigander. Yeah, I'll take it. It sounds right to like, me. Yeah, yeah, we, we make it up. Well, it's, it's right Could now. Could be wrong. Michigander, right? He should know. Right, Michigander, right? Like, because, you know, and, and we, we share, like, friends. Like, I, I mentor a guy named Morel Evans. They're best friends. But what in that smile bright is wrong with damn Draymond Green, man? <laughs> what the hell is he smoking, man, on the West Coast, the left coast, supposed to be the best coast? The best ever? Like, he's been in Michigan. He understands right there. The worm, Dennis Robin, was right there. The best defender of all time. But come on. Even right now, I know he's been running around on the Geico commercial, but right now Matumbo's like, no, 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 no. No, no, Draymond. You don't have a shot in hell. Alonzo Mourning, the glove, and the and the, the, the racer himself, my cousin, Scottie Pippen. Come on, son. Bill Russell, like the best ever. You're not even the best in this era you're, right you're, now. You're also missing one. Hakeem Olajuwon, okay, who's the all-time leader in blocks. Thank you, like, <laughs> the guy that I mean, he, I can't get them all. I can't do all the damn. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody focuses on the dream shake, but people forget that the dream was a yes. hell of a defender. Yeah, there's no doubt. Like, there's yeah. no doubt about like, that. Like Draymond, come on. David man. Robinson was a great defensive player. There were a lot of big men who were great defensive players who were erasers. They were the guys in the back line of the defense that allowed some of the guards to just let them through because I'll take care of business back here. All he had to Kevin say- Garnett was a great defensive player. The glove, Gary Payton. I don't know if you mentioned him, but you yeah. mentioned him. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar All was a great defensive say- player. You did mention Bill Russell's still alive, and yeah. he said these things. Yeah, like Bill Russell had to had to live to hear Draymond Green say that. That's the part I think frustrates me the most. Like what? There's sometimes where the uh, you know we as younger generation it's the types, podcast, when you man. say stuff like that and put it out in the world, you're not aware that there are people that are still alive that claim that crown that have to hear you say that. Like that's the part well, I think that I that 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 where Draymond says this, I I respect his. He would have been cool. Confidence. All he had to say was one of the best. All he had to say was one of the best. One of. Well, you say open ended or yeah, the best that, of my that, era, that, best that's ever. Man, Tony I, Allen what, went after him yeah, on they, Twitter. Get at it. Like, well, you did hit him with a child, what? please. <laughs> he probably he probably should have. But here's yeah. the thing, Allen. I, I just don't understand why Draymond feels like he has to be the one to say it. Like Lee. 
Leave it up to somebody else to tell us how I great agree. you are as a player. Like, I get well, the part of it with the psychology of yeah, the athlete yeah. and wanting to say that you're the best, needing to believe that you're the best. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to talking about your accolades and everything yeah. that you've done or continue to do in the NBA, like, let the fans, let the media talk about that. You don't, you, it doesn't serve you to come out there and say it on a podcast or whatever yeah. medium that I'm the best to have ever yeah. done it defensively yeah. in the NBA. Because mm-hmm. that's just not true, first of all. But yeah. second of all, like – it seems self-aggrandizing. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just like pump the brakes but on are you man, whoa, surprised, Chris, Hold on, man. Let me stop that. Spell that again. I can't spell it. I, I know how to use it. I'm about to say, I got to use it. I mean, I'm trying to write it down, man. Every day yeah. I get a word out the thesaurus, like higher learning, yeah. man. I know we you know, all, all the big but this ain't script spelling bee. I can't <laughs> do that for you. I ain't got that. All right, about to say okay. or, origin. But I tell you what, my therapist told me that that's like inferiority complex that I have. You know what I mean? Because he got the little man complex, right? Because he felt like he... Always had a chip on his shoulder, had to work for everything. So I've been there, so I get it. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. So he's trying to tell – he has to tell you he's how great he know is because other people don't say it. And these podcasts are getting a lot of cats in trouble, man, because they, they, they forget that this stuff is going to be put out and he's going to have to respond to it. And then, you know, <laughs> yesterday, it must have been the 76ers must have been listening to it because they gave him that damn work. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is because them yeah. podcasts are done in comfortable settings, yeah. guys start talking they out let of school their hair a little down. bit. You just, know what I'm saying? Just, just get like, real reckless with just it. Like See, just like, like. just like your boy from um, the Ravens, right? The, 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 what's, what's your guy named up there for the Ravens? He got on there with the podcast talking about Houston, about how Deshaun's going to be here. Then he's like, oh, he ain't going to be here. Then somebody's like, doot, doot, doot. Hit him up on the pager. Told him, hey, man, you need to go check yourself. And he changed everything. That's like almost like instead of these chairs that we used to have guests, couch, dim the lights. Yeah. Right? Well, you know I'm ready to get rid of these chairs. Yeah. I, I, these chairs are well, not nobody, made for nobody people told you to be six. Nobody told you to be 6'12". Well, well, Bart, I didn't have a whole lot of choice in the matter. My dad is 6'6", six, six and my mom is 6'0". Yeah, you you want to blame six, somebody, blame them, yeah, but this chair don't work for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got a little too and, much backyard back there. kids in the car right now on your way to school wondering, 6'12"? Just, I just, you know, yeah. ask your parents. It's yeah, a thing. No it's a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like when you go, like Chris, like he's like, gay, like when you go to the go kart riding place, they got to bring you the slow one. You know what I'm saying? That the, the, the one you can fit in. Well, you I look gotta like get the slow go kart because you got to get the big <laughs> one. You got because you get the big one, and you look in there looking like King Poop on Mario Kart. <laughs> Meanwhile, we driving around. You know what I'm saying? Having fun because we fit. Nobody oh. told you to be oversized. Nobody told you. Helped to be out oversized. in my former lot of work. Yeah, I was gonna say, how yeah. did it work out for him? Yeah, you the first one to know it's raining. Draymond beside himself with humility, no doubt about it. Well, from a bad <laughs> you take, I, I, I'm trying. That's from smooth. a bad that's take smooth. to the worst free agent signings of all time that's been a theme today, we'll discuss that more after I tell you about Cintas. Today, people expect a new level of clean. Cintas provides a wide range of essential products and services that help businesses keep their facilities and employees clean and safe. Cintas will keep you well-stocked with essentials, supplies like Face masks, hand sanitizer, gloves, and thermometers. Cintas will hygienically clean and deliver your uniform. Cintas also helps you protect employees and customers with first aid and safety supplies and fire protection services. Cintas helps you open your doors with confidence every day. Learn how Cintas can help you keep your business clean and safe at Cintas.com. Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, Barton Hahn, Chris Canny sitting in today. And, boys, this has been fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like old times for us, CC. Yeah, a little right? bit of a throwback. I enjoyed then, it. But then when you throw Bart oh, in the mix, it just, let yeah. him stir it up a yeah, little this bit. This gets special. Yeah. Shake and bake. Energy just rises. I mean, something about defensive players. I don't know what it is. It's a different type of intensity. Offensive players to me, if, if like former players when you talk to them, they're offensive players, a little more laid back, mm-hmm. a little more like, you know, like too cool for school. You guys just get after it. Yeah. That's what I like. You got to be a little more off when you're on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball. Like, I when mean, you're the, to offense, stop the offensive guys are cerebral. You know, they try to outthink you. Like, defense is like, see ball, get ball. <laughs> see ball, hit ball. Like, that's all there is to it. Like, so you got to kind of yeah. bring your own energy when it comes to the guys on defense. What did the five fingers say to the face? Smack! <laughs> Cold blooded. That's it. Like, defensive players, like, we love the opportunity to knock you out. It doesn't matter if we knock ourselves out. But as long as we get you, oh, that's all that matters. You had to see Jay Will's face the other day when Bart was explaining the hold them up. Oh, like yeah. If there's certain players you don't like on the other side, yeah, you're red, a little red, chirping. Red Dot the guy. Yeah. Red Dot. Red yeah. Dot the guy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 Hold yeah. his ass up. Don't let him fall. Yeah, they do. Jay, yeah. Jay, Jay, as Bart's describing it, one guy holds him up, the other one. And Jay's just looking at him like mouth agape, like, Oh, yeah. Like that happens. Oh, yeah. We want all hats to the football <laughs> with this guy. All hats to the football. Make them tap out, right, Bart? Like Clubber Lane. I got a lot of mo. I got a lot of mo. <laughs> I got a whole lot of mo. Well, the Bucks might have a lot more. They certainly have some money to spend. How about this now? Adam Schefter reporting that the Bucks are finalizing a one-year deal, $10 million for Indominus yep. Sue. I just Indominus Sue. Sue. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The Bucks also hey, reaching an agreement with offensive tackle Donovan Smith. That's a two-year, $31.8 million contract extension through 2023. It includes a $30 million guaranteed over the next two seasons. Again, Adam Schefter reporting all of this. So maybe they weren't kidding. They are bringing the band back. Yeah, they were drunk, but he was telling the truth. But that's what it is, though, right? Also, when people look at the Smith deal, the Smith deal just creates the space to sign Sue. Right, right. So just so people know, like, the inner workings of how all this stuff works. It's all accounting. Right, but what like just 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 quickly looking at it and seeing now Sue added to the mix. You're seeing obviously they've just been bringing everyone back. Mm-hmm. Do they look like the team to you guys that you know what if they come back as the same team they were, they could repeat. They could be that team that would be the favorites going into next season. Well, the last quarterback to repeat was Tom Brady, right? That is true. Back in 2003, mm-hmm. 2004. So I mean, I feel like the Bucks have all the pieces that are in place in order to be able to do it again. I'm not going to say run it back because yeah. I don't want B.A. to get mad at me. But I feel like they have everything in place to go on another yeah. title run. I would say the next two teams in the NFC would probably be the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. and then what the Los Angeles Rams yeah. did in trading for Matt Stafford to go yeah. along with that defense. They are interesting. Those would be the top three teams. Yeah. That's but I feel like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a little bit ahead of those other two. The, the, Ram, the Rams are for me. The Rams for me by far because I think people are going to be surprised how great Stafford is. So the Rams like, are the favorite. You're the saying favorite. the Rams the should Rams be the favorite the over the, the Bucs, yep. over the Packers. To me, I look, listen, that number one defense is only going to get better. And I love – people don't realize just how special Matthew Stafford is. 
like I said, going to Detroit is where careers go to die. I've lived it. Like I said, I've been there from Barry Sanders to Indomitian Sue to Calvin, uh, you know, Calvin Johnson. Listen, you want to go there and be a great player, they know how to ruin careers. You talk yeah. about Houston, how all those great <laughs> players ruin careers. Now, listen, it could change, and maybe Dave Campbell is biting kneecaps and Achilles tendons <laughs> and all that stuff. But right now, I'm telling you, Matthew Stafford is a special talent, and we've been robbed of his greatness, and we're going to see it on full display. And if Deshaun, if Deshaun Jackson can keep his ass out of the garage, with you know, he always hurt like a Ferrari check engine light always on. Listen, they are going to be special, and they should be the favorite. They're not, they're not going to be the favorite, but I think in my mind, they're the favorite to win mm-hmm. the championship. Chris, I use a lot of the sayings that, that I've learned from you over the years, and one of them, it's hard to eat when you're full. Yeah. And that's what I worry about with Tampa. Kind I don't of done worry it about it. You know why I don't worry about why? it? Because they got number 12 on the center. Mm. That's yeah. why I don't worry yeah, about it. He's always hungry, that, isn't that, he? that guy is always hungry. I don't know how he keeps that chip on his shoulder, yeah, Al. We're talking about 21 years in the National Football League. How is it still what there? What more is there to accomplish? How right? is it still Giselle there? said it to him. What more do you but, need to do? He's got seven championships. He's got more Super Bowl trophies than any other franchise. Yeah, but it's not him. <laughs> it's, the other guys that, it's the other guys that don't know how to be well, full. Well, well let's, let's remember this, though. The biggest thing that happened in Tampa was changing the culture. Yeah. Like Tom Brady was the one that was responsible for that. So we can't credit him with changing the culture and then sit back and say, well, we're worried about this team becoming complacent. Well, because if the culture is going to reflect the, the attitude of their quarterback, mm-hmm. then we should feel fairly confident Look, that I, they're, they're not going to take anything for granted. I, no, I say that because when you look at what he, when he was able to win all those championships and go back-to-back in New England, those pieces was constantly turning over. So it was guys that were coming there mm. that was hungry because they didn't have one. So they like, man, I want one too. So they kept that same energy. With everybody there, everybody's full. Everybody in that building's full outside of the people that you draft. So with that being said, you know, the guys are going to start having local signings. They're going to start filling themselves. And do you start letting things slip? And what happens is they're used to being the underdog. Now they're going to be the hunted. Everybody's going to be trying to make a name off of them. And I don't know if they're mature enough to handle that. And we shall find out. But I'm going to take the Rams because I'm telling you Stafford's special. Let's take a few more calls before we call it a day because our topic was uh, who's yeah, your, your anyway. team's that worst didn't... free agent signing, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. This is one I want to get Bart's reaction to. Jared in Connecticut. Go ahead, Jared. Hey, guys. What's up? So uh, I knew Bart would love this one. I'm a uh-huh. lifelong Lions fan, born yeah. and raised yep. in Michigan, 28 years. Um, not necessarily free agent signing, but the worst signing in yes. the team's history is yo. Matt Millen. Yo. He ruined our team for years. Yo, yo. And listen, I'm glad that he's healthy now so I can tell his ass that I hate you. <laughs> listen, this dude ruined. I, listen, this dude took three receivers three years in a row and all of them was out of the league in five years. Like, what the hell is he doing? Like, I listen, I, I didn't know what type of, like, Pictures of, of the four family that he had. Well, he was holding him hostage. But man, he ruined that we organization. Did this on so I'm glad Greedy's that he's next. healthy now. Charles Barkley, and that's 15 why minutes. you Bart suck, we'll Matt Miller. I just call him Sergeant Slaughter with that shit. Listening. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.